Welcome back to Guidepost to the Crossroads. I am your host, William Ramada. And I am starting a series starting this week, and it is about failure. You know, the fear of failure. Franklin Roosevelt, who is our 32nd president of the United States, said the only thing to fear is fear itself. Right? And now, how many fears do you have in your life? You know, I'm sure it could be many, or maybe it's just one. Who knows? I don't know who you are and what you fear, but I know that there are some that I have. I mean, it's nothing paralyzing except for maybe the fear of heights. (laughs) But what does fear do to us? So we're going to have an introduction here about what we're going to do, what we're going to talk about, and where are we going to go from here. So what does fear do to us? Most, most often, fear holds us back more than any obstacle ever would, right? I know that I have wasted many years of my life and a tremendous amount of opportunities due to what are my insecurities, overthinking, not feeling ready, or a common one is just I don't feel good enough. You know, this constant self-doubt in my abilities made me feel like I was imprisoned, hopeless, and very miserable. You know, I like to read and I like to watch a lot of YouTube of famous people and biographies and stuff like that. And as I watch these extraordinary people of the world, and I think that maybe they're made differently than I am. Maybe there's something special about them. Like, were they just born this way? Perhaps just a few chosen ones have been born to be great and they've been given the ideal circumstances in life. Everything just lined up for them. Oh, no, not for me. You know, I didn't think I had what it takes. You know, I felt that all the odds were against me many times. And I thought success and greatness in life were reserved for those few others. And this type of thinking did nothing but keep me stuck in a life that I hated for a long, long time. You know, it took me a while until I saw that in reality, people are not very different from each other. Fundamentally, we are all the same. But if we're all so familiar, then what differentiates the successful ones from those that lead this mediocre existence? You know, is it the opportunities that they get? Do they have extraordinary talent? Maybe they're just lucky or super smart. They're just super intelligence. You know, Wiley Wiley Coyote was like super genius, right? Well, I won't deny 
that all those factors definitely have an influence, but it's not what separates the winners from the rest. We all have seen the top athletes, celebrities, CEOs that do not necessarily come from the ideal backgrounds and wealthiest families. And they're not geniuses. So what is it about them? Before we answer that question, I would like to make it clear about what I refer to when I say successful. Because I've defined successful in other podcasts many times because it is so subjective. It is success is so different for everyone. For some people, financial success is important. And for others, money might not even be a part of the standards that they measure success by. So what I believe is those who achieve it are the ones that simply live life on their own terms, fulfilling their own purposes. So we back up to answer that question. I think that the differentiating factor is people's attitudes to failure. How we react when encountering different obstacles in our lives is what sets us apart. Kylie wrote once said, there is no doubt in my mind that there are many ways to be a winner, but there is really one way to be a loser, and that is to fail and not look beyond failure. That last part is so important to me, to look beyond the failure, because we're all going to have failures in life. But we have to look beyond that to what the possibilities are afterwards. <clears throat> and as I've, <clears throat> as I've said, I'm no stranger to failure. And I don't know anyone that hasn't experienced some type of failure one way or another. And that is one of the reasons why I decided to do this series. I think people don't talk enough about their shortcomings and their downfalls. It's constant. We, we, we just love to watch and listen to other people's success stories. How often, you know, do we... Let's just put it this way. However, more than often, we're not aware of someone's entire journey while with all their ups and downs, you know, um, a lot of times we don't see their downs. In my life, I've failed in friendships. I've failed in romantic relationships. I've also had a few uh, business ventures that I half-heartedly tried and, and failed uh, because of my fears. Uh, they took the best of me. You know, I, I would start something, and after a couple obstacles, I would give up feeling defeated and disappointed. You know, I, I repeated the same process over and over, you know, for several different things, not just the business, but just other things in life. 
and I get followed by getting stuck and eventually just say, nah, it's not for me, and I quit. It took me a lot of failures until I realized that I got it all wrong. I saw this lack of success as a sign to stop in my journey instead of seeing it as what it really was. And it's what we all need. It's called feedback. I have said, and I'll continue to say, that I do not regret any of my past experiences. And I know it is yeah, kind of a cheesy thing to say, but it's the truth. Because a lot of people will say, I regret this or that. Well, I became grateful for my struggles because they create a hunger that I just can't find comfort in. They create pain, disappointment that I had to overcome. And being where I am today provides me with just enough strength, just enough encouragement, and the experience to know that everything had to happen exactly the way that it did. Inside all humans on this planet, there is this desire to pursue their biggest ambitions, their goals, What is their purpose? Millions of people dream about being entrepreneurs, painters, writers, actors, uh, sports stars. However, instead of following their instincts and their dreams, they've become complacent in an unfulfilling, mediocre experience. Why? All because that's their comfort zone. And outside of that area, the world looks like a scary place. They are too intimidated by their own goals and what might happen if they chase them, freezing in the face of potential failures, like that deer in the headlight, right? The headlights come, the deer see it, and they just lock right up. That's what we do when we encounter fear a lot of times. But fear is normal, and it should be expected in challenging situations. And the moment that it starts to be so debilitating, and it hinders you from even trying to achieve your goals, it has to be dealt with as soon as possible. The fear of failure is one of the most common fears. According to a survey conducted by Linkagol, 31% of over 1,000 adults fear failure more than those who fear spiders or being home alone. So many are just afraid to live. You know, you convince yourself that it's okay to have a dull existence simply for the fact that it feels safer. You get scared that a potential failure could result in a financial loss or negativity affects your personal relations. 
while staying in that comfort zone gives you a feeling of security, fear only ends up taking away your opportunities and your experiences in the long term. And you might sit and look and think, well, how do I recognize these things? What do I know I'm afraid of? A lot of times you know what you're afraid of, but you might ask yourself, what? What are these indications of fear? Here's some of them are lack of attention due to, due to perfection. Some people are such perfectionists that they won't start something because they know they're never going to finish it. One of mine was self-doubt. Am I good enough? Can I do this? I don't know enough. And that brings me to overthinking, which I'm, oh, even today I do the same thing. What if, when, why? Always overthinking. And a lot of these will lead to the procrastination. Well, I'll try it tomorrow, or I'll do this tomorrow. You know, and then tomorrow is tomorrow is tomorrow, and tomorrow never comes. <laughs> So when you feel this failure, you often ask yourself these questions like, what if I embarrass myself? What if others think I'm stupid? What if I fail again and everybody looks at me like, oh, there he goes again? Definitely thoughts that I've had. You know, and there's always going to be a tendency to avoid taking some of the most important opportunities at work and in school, worrying you're going to disappoint somebody, but mostly yourself. And this behavior only keeps you stuck. Stuck, I tell you, in life. You will never move forward. So while you are hiding from these failures, you miss out on the best parts of life that are ever going to be offered to you. So do the best you can to prepare for everything that you're going to walk along with or walk towards. Make informed decisions and be cautious when it's necessary. But however, after a certain point, trying to prevent failure does more harm than any mistake ever could. Sometimes you just have to run forward. And if you fail, just whatever. Do it again. Do it again until you figure it out. Make some changes. Figure it out. Because everything that we do that is wrong, it teaches us what is right. Before having any achievement, athletes have to spend many, many hours training. When you were a child, you had to practice riding that bike. You had to practice reading and practice writing. Doctors take many years of study and practice before being able to do their job well. And I'm not going to lie, you know, the process is not fun. 
kids, when you're kids, you fall off your bike and it hurts. You scrape your knee, but you learn. Athletes get tired and beat down. You know, they get defeated through their careers. They have wins. They have losses. But they keep going. And I won't talk about doctors because I don't trust one of them. But they're not perfect. They make mistakes. You know, and they have to learn and keep going forward if they want to keep in their career. I'll never tell you that life is perfect. Never. Nobody ever said life is going to be perfect. Life is very imperfect. But we need to be like a boxer and need to roll with the punches. Because there are very many unknown mistakes, risks, and failures that we're going to come across. And that's a part of life. So in this series, as we go forward the next few weeks, I'm not quite sure how far I'm going to go and take this. But some of the things we're going to talk about is where do our fears come from and how do we overcome them? I want to redefine your perspective on failures. And how do some of these most successful people deal with their failures? You know, how did they handle them when they came, when when they had them? And a good one for many people is how do we swap the perfectionism for progress? Because like I said, perfectionists often quit or they don't, they don't start something because they want to be so perfect that they're afraid to start it. And we need to learn how to become an action taker instead of an overthinker. That was me. I would think so much I never really started some things, you know, and then self-doubt would roll in. And so those are some of the things we'll talk about. You know, the self-sabotaging, You know, we self-sabotage because of self-doubt. You know, a lot of people like to talk about motivation. So maybe we'll get into some of that. You know, just to learn how to get some more things done. But some of the things I'd like to really talk about is ways to manage stress and to gain your inner peace. Because fear can take away your inner peace in a heartbeat if we allow it to. You know, so we'll learn to desensitize yourself from the pain of rejection. I know many males out there, they, they won't even walk up to a female because they're afraid to be rejected. But you have to, you have to go forward and try. You'll never know unless you try. And, you know, you are important. You are an important part of your life. And you have to stop accepting less than you deserve. You deserve everything that you desire to go after. 
So do it. Stop accepting less than what you deserve. And all of this, as we get through, it's going to help you to see that you are becoming a happier version of yourself. Everybody wants to be happy. So why not? It's your choice. So I want you to get out of your way. I want you to understand how it feels when that voice inside your head always looks for a way to hold you back. But it's about time you start nurturing a new voice in your head. One that reminds you that you're good enough and that encourages encourages you to push through when everything feels like and it seems like it's falling apart. How many times have you passed out on something that could have changed your life all because you were too scared? When was the last time you let yourself take a good chance? Can you remember a time when you celebrated your own growth? Self-doubt and imagining the worst-case scenario can make us feel broken, but those scars that form after healing from it are not ugly. Scars build strength. They become those badges of strong willpower and motivation. So in the next couple of weeks, I want you to get the most out of the series. I want you to have a sincere desire to make improvements to your life. This is your number one requirement because you deserve more. So listen to each podcast. Listen to it more than once. Try to understand and then put, put it into use, all the information that you hear after each podcast. If you don't put it to action, it's never going to work. You know, and that's why so many people find it challenging to apply knowledge to their lives. So they end up seeing so little progress. Because they'll listen to something or they'll read something and they put in their mind, like, yeah, I know that. But they don't do it. If there's something that you hear that you find feels important to you, go back and listen to it again. Write it down. Take notes. That way you can easily see and remember the main ideas that you need to take action on. And I like to keep journals so I can keep track of my progress. It's like when I go to the gym, I keep track of my food, I keep track of my measurements, I take pictures so I know where I'm going. You could do that with everything in your life. You could check out what mistakes you're still making and change them. You can see what you have learned 
and what is yet to be improved. You know, you're never going to be able to implement 100% of every idea that I give you. And that, that's great. I mean, because I know, because even though I, I'm saying all these things, I sometimes have trouble applying every principle that I speak about because it takes time and it takes practice to form better habits. It all comes down to habit making. I'm an imperfect person and this is an imperfect process. Sometimes you'll do good, sometimes you're going to do bad. So my recommendation for you is just to keep on listening, keep on taking notes, and do whatever you can to improve yourself. That is necessary. J.K. Rowling has said, it is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you have failed by default. Man, isn't that something? I mean, you, you, you just fail because you did nothing. You fail because you were too careful. You failed because you were too cautious. I'd rather try something and fail and say, I gave it a shot than not doing it and, and saying later on in life, I wish I did. There are things I say, I wish I did. When I was younger, I wish I did this. When I was younger, I wish I knew that. You know, so there were failures I learned from and I carry on. I learn, I grow, and I move on. So that is our introduction to this series. And next week, we're going to talk about understanding fear. You know, that could get very deep, but I don't want to take it too deep. But we do need to understand what fear is and why we have it and what we need to do about it. So until then, my friends, go out there, take chances, and grow. Because... It is a better life. This podcast has been brought to you by Culture Vegan Shop in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Culture, where the only thing that is missing is you. Mm-hmm.